Welcome to Puns and Potions. It's your favorite actual play D&D podcast powered by Patreon and people like you sitting in the hourglass room again with a new friend. Sounds like a song title. Uh, What's the plan, gang? Eh, acquaintance. Sure. I think he's pretty cool. Person who is with you. I think the group came to a consensus that this is the opportune time for a long rest. So we are probably going to do so. And in the process, send good old Emil on his way into uh, Valaki. So, yeah, I'm assuming you're just going to take your watches as normal. Or I guess you'll have the bubble. Yeah, it would be just eight hours. Everyone is sleeping. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Except at some point you're going to send Emil through or you you gonna do that at the end or what was the plan there oh should we get rid of him now well, you know more I mean... more than an hour towards the end so anywhere you know we wanted to be refreshed by the time we awaken so you know any time between the first and seventh hour or zero to seventh hour you know how is emil looking beaten up too like oh, yeah. should he long rest as well that's what my thought is this is probably more of a situation where he's gonna need to recover over like longer than eight hours okay okay does one do one of these rocks are we thinking that one of them takes us to the coffin i don't know but at this point i think so i think the red one okay hey, uh, you know worst case scenario we throw the red one in the thing and we can see where it is and then it will go away but it will open a portal <gasps> we do have eight hours to keep trying yeah that's what i'm saying yeah if we're gonna rest now oh you're so right each one of our shifts we can like see where it goes yeah and technically you know a long rest isn't like you have to be like sleeping it's like you know yeah we're taking watches anyway Let's... super chilling yeah well we wouldn't be we should yeah in this case you wouldn't be taking watches because you're in the hood oh it has to be just eight hours so. i feel but you like wouldn't necessarily be sleeping the whole time we should though because strong could dispel the hut i don't think there's a point of for the hut i'm gonna be honest with you i would absolutely do the hut there's no reason not <laughs> yeah, to because i mean the spell doesn't matter we should do the hut but i feel like we should also do uh watches uh-huh. um how do we do watches with the hut yeah, the problem is, is that it only lasts eight hours, so everyone from start to finish would have to be. There's no Inside. like watches. Yeah, right? there's yeah. no like going in and out of the hut. Yeah, that's so we, fine. But so, oh, so we can't test the thing. Yes. I mean, okay. It depends on what Eric rules as if that's resting or not. Let me look up the description <laughs> for. I, I think I think you can because you can attune to it. things. Yeah, I would say you don't necessarily need to sleep for the whole eight hours. Um, my question is... Oh, people, creatures and objects within the dome when you cast a spell can move through it freely. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that's not the issue. Uh... Going in and out of the dome is not the issue. Oh, okay, never mind. If each of you during, at like, as if you were taking watches, like in an order, wanted to wake up, have a little time to yourself, and throw a stone in, I would count that as within your full, within your long rest. Yeah. Obviously, don't fuck around with too much stuff or walk through the portal, but grabbing a stone and tossing it in and then getting back in the hut and then meditating on whatever you want to do for a little bit, that's, I think, reasonable. Okay. Interesting use of your time. Shall we divide up stones? <laughs> I mean, I don't think we need to test anyone other than the red one. Um, I kind of want to see. It wouldn't hurt to I... know where you're... True. Okay. Yeah, I want to know okay. what all them okay. do. Yeah. Okay, so in that case, the Order of Watch uh is well in this case the order of stones yeah in this case the order of stones because i think all of us are just going to be like chilling is it save the best for last let's just do it down the order of the list right so we could do selena bear of all and b uh who's testing which stone i'll 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 test the red one first i guess okay i say we save it for last oh no because we need it to refresh well it's all gonna be they're all gonna refresh no matter what okay yeah within that hour yeah it's only four of them so and we're gonna tell him we're gonna go we're just looking at all of them before we send you out i mean the last one of you could if you know where you want to send him like to valaki you know which one that is one of the four of you could use your stone to send him out yeah that's actually a good idea so we should do three so if we divide eight hours by four we each get two hours right so we each get you get one you get one stone. Two, two. I'm giving you one. Why? <laughs> we only need. We DM don't need that many. So. Let, we're gonna take it. We're gonna take it. Don't. Yeah, we don't need. <laughs> we don't need eight. If I see you grabbing a second stone, Strahd's gonna show up. Uh, yeah. Let, cut out the middleman. Like, get him in here. Okay, so <laughs> Violet, Indigo, and Jade, and then finally, or no, sorry, we're gonna do because one of them has to be Azure. 
because that's how Emil is going to get home. So Azure will be last. We only need to, we only don't know the location of a couple of them. Yeah, which um, would be Violet to the Tainted Mire, Indigo to where angels break, Jade to Deadlands Cabal, mm-hmm. uh, and Crimson to the Lover's Tomb. So that's four. We just one of those. Yeah, one of those we just don't do, and we do Azure instead to send Emil to Valaki. Okay, I think the you want to do his last. I think the yes. Tainted Fields are the fields where we fought the witch, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the tainted mire. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So we don't need to do that one. Indigo, where angels break. Anyone know where that one is? Nah. Let's do indigo, jade. Yeah, we're let's and just indigo, mm-hmm. jade, and crimson. Right? Indigo, mm-hmm. jade, crimson, and then azure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who is casting tiny hut? I think Avalon is right. Uh, I believe it has a. Yeah, it's a minute casting time, so you take some time to do that. Zoop, the bubble shows up. Uh, you guys now have eight hours. I will say, Selena, you are first up. So if you would like to swing the Crimson Stone into the Hourglass Fire, you may do so. Should we get rid of this guy first, or should we... No. Okay. okay. No, no, no. Yeah, you, you're sending so, him last. So Crimson it is. And you know the whole mechanism. You throw it in, the flames light in deep red, and then the sand starts pouring in as they cross and then they start to extinguish the flame. You look into a portal and it looks like you open it up and there's a Chuck E. Cheese. I wish <laughs> that was true. I could use the relief. I want to get in that ball pit. You are looking into a semi-small chamber that has a vaulted ceiling that you can't quite see like any of the pattern on. Uh, but you are looking outward to a sort of vaulted like a wall that has glass panes looking out it's not like a stained glass it's sort of like a colored potentially from age or wear sort of worn down deepish green kind of like that uh, radioactive glass bottles that old people collect oh great Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like that paneling the walls but the rest of the room is fitted with uh white marble slabs on the floor and walls i will say roll a perception check hey 17 uh you can see vaguely through the angles of where the gate is that probably like uh along the same latitude as the actual doorway quote unquote uh there are two raised dioceses of white marble okay but you're not quite sure what sits on both just the angle and where the actual portal opens up looking. Uh, you don't see an entrance into the room and you don't quite see what's in there, but it's very elaborate, very well taken care of. Can I stick my head in the portal? No. Okay. You would have to get up into the brazier and pass through, unless you want to walk through. No, because I know that it'll close. I'm just offering. <laughs> Thank you for offering. <laughs> uh, and then after a moment of perceiving, it does fizzle the sand goes through and then the gate closes at which point you can make your way back into the hut and do the rest of your rest cool uh then we have bear you're testing the indigo or the jade uh let's see i guess indigo because that sounds cool where angels break you throw the lightish blue greenish uh stone into the fire obviously at this point Enough time has passed, let's say like an hour, 90 minutes or so. So the sand is all back up in there by the time you get up and are ready to do it. It goes through again. Door opens. And in this case, you see a really history check before I describe it, just to see if I can make this easier on you. Not one. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're looking into a courtyard uh, of a area which has an open ceiling. Uh, there are walls with double doors that you're looking towards. It's grassy ground. Um, but it does look like this courtyard is contained by two connected buildings that have like a balcony running through. It's raining profusely, so it's hard to see past uh, the walls of the courtyard, like through any of the archwayed windows. Uh, but it does seem vaguely familiar, but you can't quite put your finger on it. You've probably been there, just not quite sure exactly. Cool. <laughs> Actually, let me point of order. It doesn't look like that. Uh, it looks even in more disrepair than I would have assumed because i forgot something so even those walls and things that were bordering the courtyard and the buildings that were that i described those are actually mostly sunken in ceilings looks like it was uh burnt down 
hmm. at some point. Uh, so most of that is is destroyed. Uh, some of the courtyard is actually probably charred, although it's difficult to tell with the mud accumulating from all the harsh rain. But seemingly once nice. Correct, yeah. Okay. That's probably why it's hard to tell, because you weren't here when it was like this. Yeah. I don't recognize it. It just seems familiar. Yes. Why do I feel like I know what it is? I, f- I mean, Adam, I feel like, knows what it is, but... <laughs> okay. Doesn't. Okay. Uh, also, in this time, um, since we are just chilling anyways... Yeah. I think I'm going to try to use this moment of, not isolation, but like, you know, calmness. Sure. Uh, to try to, what is it, commune with nature? Yeah, so you take a minute, uh, ritually cast. I would say this is fine for your rest. That's 11 minutes, but either way. Oh, because you're, rit- yeah, ritual. Um, yeah, when you do that and you kind of start to connect through the stone, which does connect to the earth, although you're not directly within nature, it is sort of encompassing you past this you know harsh oppressive castle that is holding you deep under the ground as you sort of center through one of the walls probably on the western side where like one of the large horse statues is kind of pushes through as a ghost form of the bear that you're familiar with uh in this case though the makeup of it that spirity like waving ribbons that make up its form which was previously uh god the colors of the stones were green and yellow i believe uh so those parts which were put together and were whole and then the parts that were missing are actually starting to now fill in with what is not ribbons yet but little threads of a red Mm. so they're starting to fill in a little bit to the point where the bear kind of is taking a more not corporeal shape but just a more solid form more complete and yeah, and it comes into the room, and as you're kind of sitting and meditating, it uh, sits in front of you. Hey, Honey Two, how you doing? I am starting to feel one again. I believe it is you to thank, your patriots. That's good. Yeah, we just released this red crystal from the castle. It must have something to do with that. Yes, it's not yet in its home, but I thank you for releasing it. Yeah. I can feel it almost connecting with me. We're going to have it out of here, hopefully, within the day, and to somewhere safe and out of the hands of Strahd, so... With it away from this core of dark energy, I think I may be able to finally repay a debt to you in assisting me in this. Oh, yeah, I mean, been my pleasure. I've always been pretty fond of animals. Hey, while I've got you here, I've got some questions. Absolutely. We're looking for a coffin... I don't know if that's something that you can help us locate, but somewhere within this place, we're trying to find maybe, like, it says here that I can look for buildings. So I think maybe I'm looking for, like, a mausoleum or something, something that would have coffins. I imagine it'd be, like, underground, so maybe it's someplace that you can't feel if it's because it's not nature. Probably a large room underground probably not a lot of entrances to it well defended unfortunately the it is difficult for me to sense buildings specifically because everything in the grounds of the castle that dark aura encompasses sort of a central figure but within it there are pools and influences from other energies i can feel one it is somewhat west from here and only a few feet below you wow thank you that will be very helpful not to backtrack but you did mention that these you were waiting for this to return to its home um we've been leaving this up to a a friend of ours who's been very helpful is is there a, a specific place that these are supposed to return to that i can ensure that helps you in whatever way the people that have been protecting this land silently and Invisibly for years beyond Strahd, we'll know what to do. They have been, and what they can, thanks to your group's assistance. Yeah, well, trust that it will be done. Okay, just want to make sure that we're on the right track and getting you to being better. You do know I'm not actually like a bear that needs to be healthy. It's wait, what? It's not a big. It, don't worry about it. Did you have another question or? Well, I mean that's kind of it. Maybe you could just like. Keep an eye on me and make sure that we're safe, because, 
you know, shit's about to go down. And I'm where it's, I'm either going to die or we're going to succeed. So, you know, cross your little bear toes or something. With a little bit more time, I think I can bestow a small gift that may help. Well, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd, I would appreciate that. And then Bear gets up onto its legs, just kind of lumberingly turns around and passes through the other wall. I'll see you later. It just gives you like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then... Yeah, what's up? I was just going to relay it to the group and kind of gloss over the the what was the location of the thing because I didn't, you know, I didn't even really recognize it's a building. It's kind of dilapidated. It was raining. But also the uh, honey too showed up and they were looking for the coffin and he was being real helpful and said like to the west and like two feet Sorry. down. That's my fault. East. East. Not west. Sorry. They sound the same to me. The other one. Sure. So we're, we're I think we're doing good. We gotta get this crystal to Man-Man, like, for sure, though, at some point. Well, and even if it's out of the range of the Strahd, Stark, or at the castle, that could help, too, right? Yeah, I mean, that's or number one. Better. Get it away from him. Number two, get it to where it's safe. That's not today's problem. Right. We got more ahead of us. Uh, Valen, I believe on your little bit of respite, you were going to try the jade. Uh, Yeah. I could I could do that. Would could I actually retcon a little bit and go last? I think I would probably yeah. want to see a meal off. Yeah. Sure. So then that would mean B is throwing in the jade stone. Yeah. Yep. Toss it in. Normal thing happens, and the portal that you look through uh, is situated in a basin of hilly, of uh, somewhat dying grass. Also, probably scorch marked from lightning and things, but it is looking up onto a cascading set of rolling hills that all lead to a central pinnacle where a very familiar, very sludgy, demonic, disgusting, huge as fuck tree is. Oh, yeah. This is where you fought the mm -hmm. druids. That would be closer then. It'd be closer to Davian. Yes. Okay. And to the werewolf den. So I then. I'm going to rip out a sheet of note paper and I'm going to draw him a map, if you'll let me, from this spot yeah. right to the, I'm going to send him to the winery and then give okay. him Davian's name. And Yeah, totally reasonable. Yeah. Nice. Considering how much map making you've been doing, I think that's very easy to do. I'm glad you went uh, before me then. Yeah, Shit. that worked out well. <laughs> Great. Uh, in which case, Avalon is last, and you're sending off a meal. Are you sending him to Valaki like the original plan, or are you going to repeat and send him through the Jade? Uh, I'll send him through the Jade. If he can get closer to his den, which I'm sure he can remember where that is, That's and with the map, that's like a better sense of direction than it would be to just drop him in Valaki, especially if there's an ongoing fight there um, when he's not fully rested. Um, so I'm going to uh, wake him up. We'll both walk over. Uh, I'll inform him about the jewel situation. Uh, throw the jade one in and be like, near your wolf's den, we, we fought a handful of druids near a big, gross tree. Um, this jewel will take us there. Yeah, I am somewhat familiar from, you know, hunting paths and things, so. Good. And this map should help you. I... Before I toss it in, like, I'm about to toss it in, but then Avon, like, stops, and he just, like, looks over at Emil, like, quickly and just goes, I know you don't think of me as much. I know we came here, and we managed to somehow luckily find a way down here, and looking at me, you'd say, absolutely, he's not the Alpha, it doesn't make sense, and I've been battling that for a long time. Um, I know you are more capable. I know you are um, a better person for the pack than I am. I know I am the alpha, but technically I am an outsider, but I made it here through sheer will and determination. Me and the other three people I have here. It's with this hope that hopefully we can defeat Strahd. All I ask is that you take this gem, and I hand him the red gem that we have. Out of the heart. Take this where it needs to go, and everything will fall into place. Can you do that for me? 
if you somehow defeat Strahd, which I still think is a fool's errand, do not think that I will not rest up and come for your spot. The fight will not be over. I'll eagerly await that day if it comes, Emil. If you are alive, it is coming, and probably sooner than you think. All right. We'll place wages. It'll be fun. He takes the red heart gem, and he steps through the portal to Yester Hill, where the druids were. Shortly after, the sand fills through, and there's no more portal, at which point you all have benefited from a long rest. Oh. Yay. With the exception of Selena still has a level of exhaustion. Mm. It, does, it does not recover. So you still have disadvantage on ability checks, and that's it. I think it's just ability checks for level one. So anything that's just like, hey, roll perception, hey, roll persuasion, all that stuff is disadvantage, but when you're making attack rolls, saving throws, spells, uh, all of that's fine. So just keep that in mind. Ability checks are a disadvantage. What are you doing now? God, what are we doing now? So, okay, we need to keep... What's the best way east? Find our way down as well. Somewhat down. Yeah, we had, actually, we're, we're pretty level with where we need to go. Okay. Yeah, it didn't seem like the way it was described as it was like a whole floor down. Because you guys have been traveling like by stairs. You're going like big changes level to level because a lot of these places have like very weirdly structured rooms or just tall ceilings in places. So it's not always like floor one, floor two. They kind of go at a lopsided situation in some cases. So you might just be needing the lower half of this one. Well... We could go back the way we came. There were the two other doors that had upward staircases, one spiral and one leading into a hallway. And then I believe we didn't check one of the doors in the hallway with the water, right? Uh, you opened it and just saw that it was more... Okay, so it's cells. all just cells. Okay, so that's a bust. Well, there was a staircase going up. Spiral. There is a spiral going up in the room that you are the way you came. And then there's another staircase that goes slightly up and then a hallway that cuts a 90 degree east. And we haven't been down that one? Correct. No, that's the did. middle one. Oh, yeah. That's, that's heading east. That yeah. sounds that's our best red. bet. Probably. That's where you're headed? Yeah. Uh, carefully, carefully looking for traps, being stealthy. Okay, I'll have you roll <laughs> uh, first for the stairs. Natural 20. Make it oh. a 30. Oh. Hat. You even notice that like one of the steps is a little is a, it's a little crooked. You might want to watch your watch footing. It's not trapped, but you might slip. <laughs> Everyone be careful here. Nature's trap. It's not level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gravity. <laughs> might lose your balance. You get up the stairs just fine. Uh and then you have, yeah, a a pretty long hallway. It's about 5, 10, 15, 20. 35, 40, 45. It's like 60 feet long east. Uh, and then you just see on the other side is just a closed door. Let's keep that investigation rolling all the yep. way to the door, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. And B is presumably in front checking for traps, and then it's Bear, Selena, Vaughn. Oh, I'm, I'm with uh, B giving the help action. Okay. Well, so that would be. You could do that from anywhere, really. Oh, well. I'd feel better if I was immediately behind B, is all I'm saying. Okay. Okay, we can do it that way. And then Selena and then Avalon at the back. Yeah. Watching the rear. Yeah. All right, and then I'll have you roll another investigation for traps uh, as you go through the hall. Oh, man. I, can We should fight Strahd today because I'm rolling so good. That's another oh, yeah. natural 20. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're walking uh, a little ways, and then you notice that there is a segment of the hall that is a trap door. Mm. okay uh so you can either activate it intentionally without like going in uh or you can just try and navigate around (laughs) is it like a pressure plate is it like a little string like it looks like it is just fashion enough to sustain a small amount of weight before it just gives open okay you say stop there's a trap Right here? We all Scooby-Doo hit each other. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the image I want. <laughs> uh, maybe let's not set it off because it could create a bunch of noise. We're on the right track, so let's everyone carefully step around this spot right here. Okay? Okay. 
Yeah, given <laughs> enough concentration, totally fine to navigate around. Not a big, not a big thing. I told you we'd get to the details later. Well, that time is now. This mix of dice and bad jokes is an actual play D&D podcast run by five Twitch streamers gone rogue, prepared to bring you lovable characters, meaningful narrative, and more laughs than you signed up for, but it can't exist on its own. Puns and Potions is made possible by the loving support of our supporters over on Patreon. From perks such as getting ad-free episodes, early access, exclusive merch, and personal shoutouts, you too can reap the benefits of a loving patronage to this very podcast over at patreon.com slash potions. That's puns, A-N-D, potions. For just one singular dollar a month, you can keep this fantasy alive. Now, to our other sponsors. For us at Puns and Potions, community is a big part of what we wish to represent, and one friend and community member I want to throw at you today is Astral Dice. Full disclosure, I personally had a hand in the creation of Astral Dice, and it will continue to be a long-standing partnership. But just like the PMP crew, my Astral sets are the only thing I use to roll, and that's the truth. They're a handful of guys homebrewing dice sets out of their homes, because like us, they're super passionate about role-playing games, and can't accept just some mass-produced dice they bought from a hobby shop. They craft new sets when life allows it and post them online for you to snatch up, or just admire the designs. So it'd be cool if you went and checked out their website, astraldice.com, or followed them on Instagram, at theastraldice. Thanks for the time, now back to the puns. And then you would reach the door at the end. Perception to hear. Yeah, nice. Through the door. Okay. I'm resisting the urge to kick. 18. Uh, there does not seem to be any sound that's breaking through just the cacophonous noise that sort of just resonates the stone, but you don't hear any like scratching voices, footsteps, none of that. I'm going to slowly open the door, sneaky like. Uh, it is actually a quite a heavy uh, stone door, uh, so it doesn't really creak, but it does sort of like scrape mm-hmm. along the ground, and it opens up into what is a very strangely large chamber. Uh, it is buried deep beneath Keep of Ravenloft, ancient catacombs, each one with arched ceilings supported by wide, hollow columns that double as crypts. Wow. Uh, cobwebs hang limp in the musty air, and a thick fog clings to the floor, which is somewhat covered in putrid waste. So essentially what you're looking at is a, uh, let's see, a 100 foot by 50 foot rectangle, uh, where the skinniest edges are north and south. And littered through the entire room, which you can't get a full visual on, are these basically like checkerboard patterned, where it's like empty floor, big stone mausoleum type closed thing with a stone slab door on the front. And then, you know, empty patch of five foot floor, another one, and they're just staggered through the entire area. That is as far as you can see from this angle, because... No matter where you're stepping, they're in a line, so you can't quite see mm-hmm. like too far. But you are looking into that room. I hate that. Oh yeah, terrifying. Yeah, the fog yeah. and the putrid garbage on the ground is, makes it really welcoming as well. Yeah. Just our line of sight is fucked in this room, and that scares me. <laughs> the ceilings are really tall, though, right? We could have Miss Walking Miss walk Pepper on space Steppers, just yeah, step up into the sky and be like, "There it is." Yeah, uh, it's about 20-foot ceiling, and each individual crypt is about somewhere between 10 and... At the tallest arch, it's probably about 12 to 13 feet. They're all uniform, although the stone slabs aren't always uniformly facing the same way. Some of them are on the east wall, some of them on the west, north, south, whatever. Mm. I want to go just go up to the first one that's nearest us and, like, dust it off a little bit and try and read, like, the inscription. It so does not see. seem that there is that they are marked. Oh, is there visual inside? Despite there being a door of some kind, no. It is basically just a 
big stone box and then a big stone door on the front, which is not even really a door as much as it is just a slab that would presumably like pull off the front and then you would heft to the oh, side. Wow. Okay. It's like it's kind of like a coffin, but it's standing upright. Okay. And made of stone. Oh, it's not like a building that has not like a mausoleum that has like many crypts or many coffins inside of it. It's like a singular standing coffin. Yeah, this okay. whole this huge room is just yeah. a bunch of singular standing, you know, slightly larger than five foot coffins. Well, if I was Strahd, I would have the fanciest one in the room. So maybe we just go find the one that's like velvet and gold or something. It can't be any of these. Maybe let's continue to check for traps. Sure, let's stay gonna... close. Yeah, really good. Twenty nine. Okay, I will keep that as a rolling okay, trap. Thank you. Unless you are looking to <laughs> yeah. open a specific crypt, yeah. but in this room, I would say you're operating on a twenty nine in terms of traps just laying around. Great. Now you have, you know cardinal direction movement that you can go here as you move specific ways i can kind of give you a sight line as to where other things are lying but right now you're just sitting at the top uh the, the north western corner essentially of the big rectangle and it's longer from north to south yes all right i think we should stick to a wall and not go within and just kind of circle around and we would see the outer mm-hmm. edge and if nothing particularly stands out we can go deeper in what it from from east to west wall what is the width of this room uh you can see where the door is to the like the furthest straight wall that you can see is about 50 feet but you don't know if at certain points it becomes wider or if there's different sections that stick out but it is all visible with our 60 feet dark vision there's no like the only the only obstruction is the fact that the crypts are blocking your sure but i could see the wall like upwards from the far side like above the crypts that's a good point yeah i would say it's safe to assume that for as far as you can see it's averaging about 50 feet okay. across but yeah you haven't seen most of the other half of the room so it's hard to say i was looking at my class features i have 300 feet yeah dark vision yes your dark vision does extend um that being said it's still only black and white you don't get color Mm-hmm. And that's assuming you have line of sight. But yeah, I mean, if you're in a dark area that is 300 feet... I can see all of it. ...open, yeah, you can see that whole distance. Yeah, just grayscale. Okay, cool. I'm scrolling through my inventory and was like, thinking about things that would help with the situation, and I see my werewolf stone, and I was like, I cannot believe I did not <laughs> use the werewolf stone on a meal. That is such character growth. <laughs> uh, so you can you can turn south and walk along the west wall turn north and then basically meet the north wall and then go along the north wall if you wanted to do that i said let's go the other way yeah let's go south and go the long yeah, way and long then way. boom bottom and then back up okay just as last thing too i would like to spend the 10 minutes to ritual cast detect magic and have that up as we walk okay <laughs> yep <laughs> okay. Eric's like, damn it <laughs> i was thinking about doing game. it i was gonna say it if you weren't gonna say it Makes everything so complicated. We can, we can both do it. We can both do it, Molly. How big is the radius of that? Uh, 30, I believe. Jesus Christ. I know. That's, yeah. It's a cone, though, right? Like, you have to... It's a... It's where you're looking. It's a sphere. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> Within 30 feet of you. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> wild. I bet you, I bet you what Eric did is that one of these little crypts uh-huh, is an illusion has spell. an entrance to go downward. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that would be great, actually. But no. uh, okay, so you're basically going to move out and around the one that B tried to investigate that didn't have any markings, and then you are going to move south. Yes. Uh, you're going to get to an alcove where there's one. You're going to pass another one. Uh, and after you move south about 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet, you would have sight on where the this pattern kind of breaks for 10 feet because there is like a central walkway that splits the 100 feet in two segments. Uh, on the western side of that is a bumped out section which has staircase going up uh, and a crypt there. And then on the eastern section, you notice that there is... Uh, a wide like 10 foot straight staircase that is descending downward slightly uh i would say you can see that 
down those steps are these two statues that are at the landing, but it continues to dip down further than, like at a steeper angle than the ceiling allows you to look into where it descends to. Oh, Christ. Uh, in terms of things that are magical that you would sense <laughs> in just that walk of 25 feet, uh, you would get... I mean, I'm just going to tell you things, and then if you're like, I want to know more about that, I'll tell you more specifically where it is. How's great, that sound? Great. Okay. Uh, you get some sort of figure that gives off a magical radiance. Uh, you get a, a sort of like hunched over kind of shape like a creature uh. <laughs> uh you get a what looks like a long like a big rectangular uh shape maybe like six feet by ten feet like hanging in one of the crypts and you get let me read all the way up until that one you're saying there's a rectangle hanging in a crypt it's a magic <laughs> rug dude <laughs> <gasps> Can we go to that one? Can we go to that one? Can we go to that one? Uh, you get a you get a bunch of you get a you get about fifteen tiny jars. Um, we have enough of those. Uh, you get a very strange sort of like kind of unspecific wavering. It's like maybe four to five feet in length of magic. Uh, you get another creature. You get another sort of vague incorporeal shape. And all of these are within these mausoleums. Within the crypts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so... uh, and then you would have an orb. Orb? Ooh. An orb of, of some sort of magic. But that is as far as you can tell. That being said, I mean, you're looking at... You probably scanned like 20 crypts. And you probably sensed some something somewhat magical in like seven or eight of them. Right. To the extent of the magic is a little looser but so we're assuming that these are like traps like these are like bad things right like if you open it up then something inside will eat us i like the hunched figure could be great yeah hunched figure makes (laughs) me feel real good no we are not gonna say the thwomp hanging from the ceiling of a sorry uh one more thing i didn't have in bold which is typically my like oh great important thing uh as you get into that middle aisle that like splits the two on the edge of your detect magic, there are two crypts next to each other that also both have small, somewhat oblong, but spherical magical signals as well. Mm. I just didn't have them written oblong properly. Spherical. Well, like spell scrolls. Uh, it, it's more like a. It's more like a. Like if you had, yeah, like a ball that was just kind of like stretched, skewed. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Can we know what kind of magic <laughs> each of those uh, things? No, we don't. Uh... He's just gonna list off schools of magic, and it's not gonna make any sense to you. Okay, fine. It's not I gonna be. Like, he's gonna be like abjuration, just... conjuration, conjuration, abjuration. You're gonna be like, that doesn't help me. I just want to know what the hunch dude's all about. Okay, <laughs> I really don't, don't want to go to the hunch, hunch dude. dude. <laughs> I want to stay far away from that guy. Leave him under the marble. I will assume you are standing at the. Basically, where the crypts pause before the, like, you know, center way. Right. I say we not open any of these fucking things, <gasps> and we go down east, down the stairs. Killing me, Adam. But the carpet. Dude, that's not a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is it? It's a six by ten rectangle. <laughs> that yeah, can be it's a really big chocolate bar. Also, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you... Willie, you as a IRL person are imagining a, a flying carpet when it is almost certainly like a strangling carpet. Like <laughs> this is like a smothering carpet. It's not like happy fun times in there. It's like hey. something flat that wants to eat your brain out of your head. <laughs> okay, okay. What about the one with all the bottles? They're, they're bad bottles. We've seen <laughs> bottles before that were on the, in a, a cart that were all explosives. I mean, not all bottles are bad. I know some good bottles. I have never seen a good bottle. What that's about a I health say. potion? Health potions come in good bottles. That's not, that's a potion. <laughs> that's a bottle. Yeah. That's potions heal. Okay, Eric, I have a question. Are all potions in mason jars? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, these... These are also, like, I would call these, like, pretty big to be 
jars. These are jugs. Okay. These are okay. barrels. Yeah, I would say they're somewhere between jugs and jars. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the 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 bigger the jar, the more like moonshiny the hell. Yeah. Yeah. Like some some dude like brewed that in his yard. Yeah, yeah it makes you go blind, but it heals you two d ten. Okay, fine. I li- I'm a loot goblin. Eric knows. This. You're the one casting detect magic right now. I'll leave it up to you. I yeah, because I want to know the loot. Bear's the one to fuck with traps, and if I Bear know. is saying no, it's probably, probably hella fucked. So I think these eyes just get a little bit wide. Is- so there's magic all around us, and each of these things could be some really cool stuff. Could be there's a weird like hunched guy. Like hunch guy. over in that one, maybe. But no, 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 no. We we gotta keep going. We gotta keep going. Yeah, all the fog and the creepy music and the dead bodies on the floor are really making me think <laughs> that this is a treasure room where he keeps all his cool shit. I mean, if I was strong, that could be my vibe. <laughs> well, you kind of have me there. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. This probably is his vibe. <laughs> all right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We don't want to risk it. Uh, yeah, I will say, as you pass as a group over to the stop, the top of the stairs, uh, the other things that you sense in your detect magic include... <laughs> Let me see. Plug your ears, Holly. <laughs> Give, please. Another humanoid-esque shape. On a scale 1 to 10, how hunched? <laughs> Zero hunch. Oh, that's a re for sure. Uh, there is what looks like a small, um, that one you could probably tell is probably a rolled up spell scroll, um, just in the shape of it. Oh my, that's DM bait if I've ever heard it. I don't know why Willie's being such an enabler right now, but I'm like hauling through it. (laughs) And I'm, I'm the scared one now, which is usually not the case. (laughs) I'm freaking out. One that is a... Like another long, sort of thin shape, sword like. And then. Alright, let's check that one. Along the <laughs> east wall, it like pushed into one of the crypts, you know, so past the 50 foot average. Uh, you have another one that is two sources of magic. One of them is a sort of like uh, nebulous shape that sort of like goes up and around the crypt and then there's another source of magic within that that is a smaller pointed object oh that's last two got me i'm not gonna lie (laughs) in terms of detect magic as you approach the stairs the two statues are magical you can sense that there is an aura present between the two statues you can also sense uh magic in one object on the northern wall that you cannot see it is uh kind of like a box and it's humanoid shaped what is it standing or laying down laying down (gasps) what are the statues in the shape of uh they are bronze statues of warriors holding spears uh kind of at an angle not crossing each other because they're at a 10 foot distance from one another and then they both have shields they're armored, and they're kind of pushed up into these little alcoves uh, past the 10-foot width mm. of the stairs at, like, a little landing between the two. Can we get more detail on the aura between the two statues? Uh, yes, let me... School of Magic. School of Magic would be Conjuration. School of Magic always makes it worse. Right, you never, you always, th- you're thinking something, then they say the school of magic, and you're like, well, now it could be anything, <laughs> conjure. Uh, conjuration would be creating objects, creatures, or making them disappear. Examples include find familiar poison spray, spirit guardians, conjure elemental, plane mm-hmm. shift, and wish. I bet it's wish. Wish. What if we, what if we just squeezed in behind the statues and walked behind the alcove and just came out the other side and didn't cross between them? I don't think. I would say the only person that could probably do that would be B. <laughs> I think we got to get rid of one of these statues, at least. To continue. We just run really fast. I could try dispelling it. Oh. I have dispel. 
if you want to spend a slot on it. Hey, I've... does dispelling, if you fail a dispel, does it then activate or does it just not dispel? I think it just doesn't. Uh, this doesn't seem. If it were a trap. Sure. Um, it's all hypothetical. It would not set it off. It would still need the trigger for the trap. Okay. Uh, to, to actually set it off. You, you wouldn't, it's not like a, you know, like a mechanical trap where you're trying to disarm it. And if you fuck up and cut the wrong thing, it like shoots a poison dart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's acting for a specific, uh, catalyst to set it off. Yeah. Only if your name is bear and you walk through it. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> or we could investigate them and like try and move them or try and find a button. Mm. It might just be like you have to be strawed to be able to pass. Well, them. and they Maybe. have spears, but they're like pointed up towards the ceiling, sort of like forty-five degree ish. I imagined. Yeah, give or take. It could. It could. Yeah, like that's not. It like, could just be a sensor. Yeah, but that's not how spears work. You don't slash spears. You jab spears, right? So, I don't think this is like a. I mean, maybe it would, like, swing down on you. I think, But yeah. I don't foresee that. I mean, conjuration I is that... weird. It could be, yeah, poison spray or wish. Like, that's so many things. Like, yeah. Yeah, see, as, who knows? It's not like evocation, which is, like, a fireball. Like, Should we, like, throw something in between the statues? I think dispel to see it... is better than rock. Okay. I kind of want to go see what that spell scroll is. <laughs> One thing at a time. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's not. Uh, after we kill Strahd, you could. This whole room we can is loot whatever you can, we yeah, want. Yeah, you can go through the whole place. What if it's like a mass cure wounds, guys? What if it's a kill Strahd spell scroll? That'd be pretty useful, right? Kill Strahd spell scroll. That seems very likely. You open it, and it just says, he dead, lol. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a curse. And... <laughs> okay. I'm going to try dispelling it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there any way I can help be with that? It's just a... You have to roll against the spells. Well, I mean, this is... Eric's going to have to decide how to do this. Because it is for... The wording is, choose one creature object magical effect within range. Which is 120 feet. Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends... Fourth or higher, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. DC equals 10 plus spells level. So this, I yeah, Eric's going to have to. I will it. say you, you, you can try it, and then I will tell you if you need to make a roll, obviously. So you're definitely using Dispel Magic. I'm definitely using Dispel Magic, and I, this is the first time I've done this. So, and it's verbal and somatic. So what I'm going to do is... Um, stretch out like my fingers and essentially i'm going to like outline just like with my fingers like as like magic magic aura emanates and i like create a blueprint of what i'm seeing and like outline like the (laughs) statues and like draw out the invisible barrier um informing like bright blue bee magic yeah and then okay and then I put a big X through it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so with your detect magic up and then you go to cast the, mm-hmm. the spell, you kind of have these inner workings in front of you and you know create this blueprint to the point where you can just pinpoint enough of how it might work to turn it off. And without a roll, the aura flicks off. You Ooh. don't know for how long. Ooh. Okay. The statues are still magical, but the aura is gone. Walk through them, walk through them. Yeah, are you going to tell us there's a time limit or that we should so, go? Okay, it worked momentarily. Don't know how long it's going to last, but it's off. I pick a bee and I start running through it. Ah! Oh, God. Go team, go team. Okay, so you're all going down the steps? Yeah, we make a break for it. Uh, as you're walking down the steps and you pass past the statues, it's a very, very interesting sense where you've been going for hours upon hours in this place where you're having this cacophonous sound beating through the stone and resonating through everything to the point where it's almost becoming just like an existence on your form and your ears and all of your senses, that when you pass the statues, even though the aura is off, there's something else about this chamber that it creates a completely hushed silence. 
like eerily quiet. You're just hearing your footsteps going down the steps. And you do notice that there are these tall stained glass windows which dominate the east walls. Uh, You can catch flashes of light coming through them uh, from the lightning. And those flash onto two coffins resting atop white marble diocese. Uh, The one against the north wall. uh, Actually, I guess both of them really are uh, very, very intricate black uh coffins with gold trim and inlay it looks like there are two nameplates uh one on each above you is a vaulted 30 foot uh ceiling overhead which is also inlaid with a very very intricate gold mosaic in the white marble stone which pretty much encapsulates every other portion of the room oh god i just had a terrible thought so one of those coffins is for me yeah i'm going in one one has your name on it (laughs) <laughs> okay, let's check one of the coffins. Uh, the north one or the... Selena, would you like to choose one? I'll choose the one that I feel well, most drawn to, the one on the left. Well, it's north-south. Okay, well, I'm going to pick the south one. Yeah, you look, and there is a gold nameplate uh, on the top, as you would expect from a coffin for anyone dead and buried you know, into the ground. And in the nameplate, engraved in a very, very... Uh, fanciful script reads queen tatiana van zaravna and in that moment you're looking over it and that yeah what you've expected is completely reality here before you this like specifically selena dawning yeah this is yours dawning on you that's like oh this is like really just sets in the reality of the situation that not only does this exist it's existed for a long time Lots of versions of you were probably destined to, or hoping to be, not by them, but by Strahd to be put in here. You're the closest one to it in several ways. And then you hear a voice. Great. You didn't hear him come in through the hushed silence. He's actually just behind you, standing in the ring of mosaic glass that flashes with lightning. If I bestowed you the honor of being deemed my most disrespectful guests. It would be the most insignificant lie to the most inconsequential insects I've ever hosted. And I believe you are beginning to overstay that welcome. We're fucked. Ah, fuck. 